Heavenly Father, we plead your blood, Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for all of eternity, Father, that we are one in you. That Holy Spirit, you know us by name. We are your holy church, Father God. We are only recovered through your holy blood, through Christ our Lord. And Father God, right now, we just thank you that as your presence reigns within our hearts, the holy of holies, that your presence would overflow, Father God, and that you would renew our minds, Father God. And I just thank you, Father, that in this renewing, that, Father, we just want to bless your holy presence. We want to bless you, Father, in a way that we can allow you to be God in every area of our life, in every area of your church family, Father God, in every area of this community, and in every area in this fallen world, Father. We know the time is coming soon, Lord Jesus Christ, and we are just so thankful that victory is ours, all because you rose again. And we just thank you, Father God, for this eternal truth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that, Father God, you are head over heels in love with us, and that your Holy Spirit reigns forever and ever. And it's in Jesus Christ's holy and mighty name, and all God's beloved said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Hallelujah. Give somebody a high five before you sit down. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're in a new season. Amen. I mean, man, Brother Kevin, you could, you could give your beloved a high five. There you go. There you go. See, he didn't leave you hanging. He didn't leave you hanging. Uh, is it all right with you that we're just going to leave the lights cut off? Praise God. I think it's great. Amen. So as you guys know, right now we're in principle three. And principle three is meditate. That starts in page 108 of I Am Recovered. And this is step three of let go. Um, so many ask, and I get a lot of emails, you know, how is, this, how is this configured? I'm just going to be transparent as I pray. I'm always, I always am. Holy Spirit's the teacher. Amen. Amen. Even the way the book was written, ask God, right? Ask Holy Spirit. I have not yet come across two people that read it the same way. Can I get an amen? Because God's the teacher, amen? And, and the only way to receive this teacher is through Christ our Lord. So whether it's the step that you're focused on, because the step is an outline, but the principle, I know for a fact, the principle, say with me, principle, God will work that principle through you through the anointing power of Holy Spirit. And this is what we're into this week, Brother John, is called meditate, amen? And we're going to get right into it, praise God. If you guys recall on Wednesday evening... This is the word God gave us. For those of you who weren't here, um, pull it up on, on Facebook. If you don't have Facebook, you can go to YouTube. Amen. If you don't got YouTube or you don't want to go to YouTube, go to the website. If you don't want to go to the website, I don't know how else to help you. Okay. I mean, I don't know what else. I'm, and I praise God for laughter because I know I'm surrounded by beloved children of God. You all are worshipers. Holy Spirit lives in you abundantly, right? So praise God you don't receive it that I'm, you know, trying to pick on you or make fun of you. And, but I really don't know what else to do. Amen. We're, we're trying to use every bit of wisdom to, to have the word out there. Right. And so Wednesday night, this is what God ministered to us through. Taught us. And this is what it says. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Come on, mom. You are such a blessing. Therefore. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> Therefore, reason. I urge you. Remember, urge you. Behold, I beg you. Right? I urge you, I beg you. Remember, the Apostle Paul was writing this when he was in Corinth. But he's begging the Romans, listen, I know what's going on out here, so I already know that it's happening over there. I beg you, hold on to this truth. Hold on to it, because when you hold on to this truth, God is going to protect you. 
And the way God's anointing is going to protect you is when you're in this view, His mercy and grace will abound in your life. Can you get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Amen. In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Now, you notice God doesn't say, Brother Sidney, that your true and proper worship is how many scriptures you memorize in this Bible. Right, Sister Rosie? God doesn't say your true and proper worship is how many ministries you got going on. God doesn't say your true and proper worship is how much money you're given. Right? Now, hear my heart. All that is great. Right? But here God is saying your true and proper worship is how you completely surrender your life to live holy and pleasing to Holy Spirit. Say his name, Holy Spirit. We live in a fallen world right now where, oh my goodness, the devil don't want to hear nothing about Holy Spirit. Can we get gooder and gooder than this? Let me say this, because Holy Spirit said so, I'm going to say it, all right, Brother Bruce? Lord Jesus Christ himself told and taught his disciples the importance of him going to the cross because the work is only beginning. And that he says, when I go, now you will do greater things. Amen? When I go, now. And can you imagine the heart of our God, Lord Jesus Christ? You know He loved everybody, right? He loved every soul. Look what He did for every soul. And to this day, we have people saying, I don't believe. Right, Sister Amanda? Well, I just don't believe. Well, you just said it. You do believe, you choose not to. You just recognize there is a God, but you choose not to believe, right? May I preach this real quick? I believe, I believe that there is a coronavirus, but I don't believe in it. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? An atheist could stand toe-to-toe with me or whoever wants to stand toe-to-toe. And you could tell me the evidence of coronavirus. You could show me people that are dying. And I'm going to look at them and be like, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. What do you mean you don't believe in it? Because I believe in my Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, come on now, family. I believe in my God who sent his one and only son to die for me. He took upon the cross every foul and garbage thing. And he took it straight back down to the pit of hell. Laid the smackest down on Satan. Took his keys. Y'all want to see, see what Satan really looks like? This is what he looks like. Uh, where's, where's my keys? Where's my keys? Y'all ever lose your keys? Uh, where's my keys? That's the truth. God Almighty said, mine. Amen. Say it with me, in view. In view is focus. Now on page, I believe it's 229 in I Am Recovered, it touches on a segment of focus. Because focus is part of the I Am Recovered of think fast. F is for focus, A is for affirm, S, surrender, T for thanks, right? Think fast, focus, affirm, surrender, thanks. Believe it or not, all this takes place in a fraction of a second. Whoo, what do you mean a fraction of a second? Now that's fast. There's a far, that's fast. So when you talk about in view, this is the focus. Now what kind of focus did God teach us Wednesday night and how he's ministering to us? A focus so intense that everything else is blurred out. Amen. Don't you love that? A focus so intense, everything is blurred out. 
when you're focused on Lord Jesus, everything else, the whole world, is blurred out. So the conviction comes, Brother Bruce, is that I say I'm a Christian, I say that I'm focused on Jesus, but yet you hear it from the fruit of my lips that I'm always talking about what's been done wrong to me back in the day. Is my focus truly in view with Lord Jesus? Preach. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen? Because there's something there that's, that's trying to come up to the level of my God, and we rebuke that in Jesus' name. Amen? We rebuke that. So the question is, and Holy Spirit demonstrated it, right? When those things come in view, immediately we take it to the feet of Lord Jesus Christ. However you pray, say it with me, it's perfect. Amen. You pray in tongues, it's perfect. Hallelujah. You pray bawling your eyes off, guess what? It's perfect. Right? You pray however you recite the Bible. You pray in a different language. You pray whatever it is. It's perfect because this is between you and God Almighty. Don't you ever have somebody tell you how to pray. God. God wants to hear your heart. Amen. So just recap quickly. When we know that our identity is in Lord Jesus Christ, we know hallelujah. Glory to God, he is the great I am. Right? And we were in Exodus 3, 14, I am who I am. Now listen, when we're in view of I am, we're in view of I am, we cancel everything out, who is the great I am? A brother give you the I gave you the answer right on my t-shirt. What in the world? When you're in view of God, right? When you're in view of God, everything cancels out. And you're in view of God. Who are you in view of? Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Edit, cut, right? <laughs> right? Hallelujah, right? Now who is agape? And every one of them, Father, Son, Holy Spirit says, I am, I am, I am. Why does God teach us this way? Because there are times in your life where you're going to, you ever get hit so hard that, Right? And if you're not in view, it's easy to get hit. Right? It's easy to get hit and then all of a sudden you're going this way. And then you find yourself going, what? What is happening? And you know, because God speaks to you the same way he speaks to me. He'll take you back to that moment. And he'll tell you, you need to repent, son. You need to repent, daughter. You need to put me back in view. Right? Say it with me, I am. When you know that your identity is purchased by the highest, highest price, that Lord Jesus Christ had to leave the great I am, came down to earth as the great I am. The I am had to go to the cross for you, for me, so that the I am could live on the inside through that resurrection power. Can I get an amen? Say it with me, identity. When you have your identity like this, nothing can shake you. You know, family, God said I could say this to you. I don't look like everybody here, right? Now, granted, there are some people in the community that, that kind of look like me. I'm glad I have to say this so that you can, you, we get a, just, you know, just bless God, amen? Say it with me, bless God. Bless now, be, because I look the way I look, there's this organization called INS. Right? What INS is, they take illegals and put them back to the country they belong. Their objective is to take people who predominantly most look like me. Black hair, right? Different color skin, okay? Different nose. Are you hearing me? 
look at me like, okay, so we look alike? Really? No, right? We don't look alike, right? What's the point of this? The point of this is, if INS and all of the agencies, all of the agents came in this building and said, we are here to take an illegal back to Mexico, am I going to go, oh my goodness, they're going to take me because I look like everybody else? You know why? Because my citizenship is here in America, right? What am I telling you? I'm telling you my identity has nothing to do with what the world says. I know that I'm a citizen in heaven. So how does God want to bless you with this revelation? See, some of you just spoiled. Some of you, I've been, you know, I've been, a, I've been a citizen all my life. Well, you should be thankful that you're a citizen, right, of the greatest nation on, on, on this planet. You should be thankful. Even though we got all this drama, all this garbage going on, you should be thankful. Say it with me, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. The reason why I'm saying this is that you should be thankful that you're a citizen because there's people trying to become citizens, right? But how God wants to bless you with life-changing revelation is what took place through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ in your identity when you called on his name, you died in him, and now you are a citizen of heaven, and you are a child of God. As a child of God, oh, it gets gooder and gooder. Brother Donnie, put a smile on your face, brother. Even though you're my uncle, I'm going to pick on you, man. As a citizen of heaven, paid for through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ, sealed with his power, Holy Spirit, brother Sidney, better put a smile on your face. I'm about to pick on you too. Tatiana, come on. This is who I am, which means that when any kind of garbage like cancer, depression, anxiety, corona, I don't care what it is, that is not part of my citizenship in heaven. Can I get an amen? You cannot take me. Half the church believes that right now? Half of y'all believe that right now? Or 100%? If coronavirus come, can it take you as a citizen of corona? Oh, come on, preach. Speak like you mean it. Come on now. Some of us are just so spoiled where it's like, no, I'm not dealing with nothing. I'm healthy. But listen, there's people struggling right now. There's people in your family. You even have a name on your head, somebody that's struggling right now. you got to worship God and allow his light to shine through you. You're believing for friends. Guess what? God knows all your friends right now. God knows your children that you're believing for. Just don't get lazy with God. I am begging you right now. You're a citizen of heaven. It's time to start speaking it and commanding the blessings of the Lord to cover you. Can I get an amen? amen. Oh, hallelujah. That leads, us, that leads us to our next focus, affirm. So we went from Exodus 3.14, right, in our identity. I am who I am. Study the whole thing. Make sure the Holy Spirit's the one teaching you. Amen. I always hear people go, oh, I just don't get it. Let me ask you something. Before you cracked open that Bible and started reading, did you pray? Well, I don't know what you mean. Well, that's why you don't get it. That's why you don't get it. Stop. Get on your knees on your face. If you don't do that, sit down. You don't want to sit, stand up. Be on one leg. I don't care. All I'm asking you to do is have reverence to the Lord and say, I'm about to open your word, Father. And I, my desire is to start reading Exodus. And here in chapter 3, when you were speaking, Father God, to your beloved son, 
Now, Father God, you spoke your, your word breathed this word of God into existence, your holy Bible. But right now I call upon your living word, Father God, in me. Teach me, Lord, as I read, that as I read this, Father, I choose this day that like I never read it before. And Holy Spirit, teach me what you want me to know in Jesus' name. I promise you, you don't have to pray exactly like I pray. I'm just giving you an example. I promise you, when you have reverence for God, because he's the only teacher, show of hands, will God teach you? Look around, family. And I hear, I have a brother. I'm not going to call out his name. Holy Spirit said so. But I have a brother that tells me, brother, I, I barely have a high school education. But what's amazing is that I could read the word now and God will show me everything in the word. Amen. Can I get an amen? Now on the flip side of that, I got friends. I got really close friends that have all kinds of degrees. More than me. And, and, and I'm not saying that because I'm insecure, but I'm just saying they just keep going for another degree, another degree. But I'm going to tell you right now, God gave them over to all their head knowledge. Be careful. Say it with me, be careful. Now we're going to put a firm in view. When we have a firm in view, as we have learned this past little over a month, you now know because your identity is so in focus, you're so in tune of your identity, you know what it costs. And now you listen to the words that you speak. You even know that when you speak or have diarrhea of the mouth and you, actually, you, you accidentally say a cuss word or maybe you say something or maybe you're gossiping, you have the anointing in you that you know God himself says, enough of that. And I see my auntie just smiling ear to ear right there, right? Because isn't it amazing, auntie, the relationship with God Almighty, that you hear him and you're like, Father, I'm sorry. And sometimes you'll hear him chuckle and laugh and he's like, it's forgiven. Some of us hear him say, I don't know what you're talking about. Because he's just so happy that you chose to stop that and, daddy, I felt, right? Right? You stumble and fall, right? And what do you do? Daddy. Right? And all our father cares about, like the prodigal son, is say, baby, I got you. Amen. Right? He don't even care about what you tripped up on. I mean, you know why? Because he got rid of it. Amen. Amen? Say it with me. Affirm. Affirm. That was in 2 Corinthians 4, 13. I believe, therefore I speak. This is, Tatiana, the spirit of our faith. Which means if you have diarrhea of the mouth and you keep speaking what you're worried about, if you keep speaking what you're scared about, if you keep speaking curses, may I say this? A lot of Christians right now are just speaking the obvious. Even in their prayer, they're just speaking everything that is obvious to God. God knows everything. But why will we take God down to our level of praying when all Father is asking is start speaking the blessing? Start speaking life, amen? Start speaking it. That means if you have addiction, if you have addiction going on in your family, listen, God already knows what's happening. He's already there. If you have sickness, right? If you have some kind of disease, if there's some kind of generational curse, God knows. But what he has anointed you to do is to look at it and go, I thank you, Father God, that addiction has no hold on my family anymore. Oh, it gets, it gets gooder. It gets gooder because when you have this in view, 
You can say, Father, I thank you that this addiction that is trying to be a distraction, every time it surfaces, we're going to praise your name even harder. Amen. Amen. Oh. What about anxiety, depression, right? Anxiety, depression, whatever kind of bigotry, whatever it is, it's time to start using those affirmations. Amen. And now we get into meditate. And this is what, whoo, that was a long setup. So in five minutes, we're going to try to do this. Amen. In five minutes, because we are going to have our small groups tonight. Say with me, meditate. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. You see that pattern? This world actually has a pattern. This is the beauty of being a beloved son, beloved daughter of God. Holy Spirit will show you the patterns of this world, and you no longer conform to those patterns. You know how you don't conform to this zigzag pattern of this world? It's here. Let's go. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So how do, we re how do we renew our mind? It's what you're in view of. Are you in view of your identity? You see, I say this to a lot, a number, I, I lose count, to many, many brothers and sisters of ours, that we are covered by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. We are the blood of God. We Say it with me. I am, I am the, blood the blood of God. So this tells me, I'm not going to pick on anyone. I'm going to throw myself under the bus. This tells me that you all are my brothers and sisters above my earthly family. See, some of you don't like that, but you need to get right with the Lord. Listen, I know you got babies. I know you got grandbabies. I know you raised these babies, and I know you love them. But God is first. And his blood is our new covenant. And this new covenant only applies to his blood. Amen. Oh, but I just love them so much. Brother Joey, I just love them so much. They're my children. I just love them so much. So you're telling me that you're going to put that love above God? No. Well, there's some of you that are. God just showed me today. And God is asking you why. Because don't you know that God loves them more than you could possibly love them? Any child, any grandchild, any great-grandchild, I don't care who it is. God Almighty wants to be God in their life. And what God is asking of you, will you get out of the way? Can I get an amen? amen. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is the reason why so many of our families right now are in bondage. We want to say God is first. But yet, pastor, you don't know. I have to put my children right here. I show this illustration umpteen times. I tell them, God's here. You put anything right here. All this is, is a beacon for the enemy to attack it. Listen, I don't judge you. I don't judge. I don't. I can't. Holy Spirit in me, I can't. But I'm here to tell you the truth. Even my own wife, even my church family, right? God has to be first. You hear me say it all the time. There's no second. God is first. You know why? When you, when you train yourself in view of God's mercy through Christ, that through Christ the mercy lives within you. And you're in view of this identity, that I am who I say I am, because his fruits 
will produce. Oh my goodness, get ready. But see, God is one that's not to be mocked. We cannot say that God, you're number one, but then behind closed doors, we have something else. I'm begging you in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that God is showing you right now in your heart, please, will you repent and ask God to forgive you? I, I pray that you will in Jesus' name. So many people want the good and perfect will in their life, and they wonder why it's not manifesting. Here it is. The order in your life. Right? Brother Sidney, Sister Tatiana, you know, for these past few months through, through our worship ses sessions in, in premarital, it's always been about God, right? No matter how much you love each other, right? And you're about to be married here now. The glory of God is He wants to be first. Amen. Amen. He wants to be first. Because He is the only one that can keep us together as husband and wives, right? Holy Spirit's the only one that can keep Open Arms Community Church together. He's the only one because it's His church, Amen. So we close on this note, but I love it, God. You've seen this before. Maybe it's been a couple years. Here's this precious little child with this blessing. Telling Lord Jesus, telling Agape, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but I love this. And then you hear, you hear Lord Jesus Christ, right? You see what, he, what he's just doing, like just looking at this beloved daughter eyeball to eyeball. And you could just see this child going, I love it, God, but I love it. See, there's some of us right now, but I love my children. But I, God wants you to love them. But he's saying, put me first. Right? Put me first. And the only way we can put him first is when we're in view of his mercy. In view of our identity in him. In view of the way that we're speaking life. In view. And when you have this, this is what God is promising. When you have this view and everything else cancels out. This is what God says. Trust me. Right? Don't put your trust in a pastor. Can I say that again? Don't put your trust in me and a pastor. Don't put your trust in a brother or a sister. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. He will never let you down. Amen? He will never let you down. And this is beautiful how this, how this is concluded. Because all Lord Jesus Christ said, do you trust me? See, there's some of us right now, whatever it is that's going on in your life, maybe it's your parents, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's money, right? And Lord Jesus is saying, just trust me. And this is the beauty behind this. Look at what God got. It's always something gooder and gooder. Amen. Amen? I'm not here to tell you that it's going to be easy to give it up. No. But in the name of Jesus... I only preach what I live. Because if I preach what I don't live, I'm a liar. And that's a demon. But I'm going to tell you, in every soul, God is asking you, will you trust me? Will you give it up? Will you choose to give it up today? Amen. Let's all stand up. Praise God. Went a couple minutes over, but I think it's all right. Amen. Amen. I, I could blame it on the pizza, but that ain't, that ain't right because we, we started on time. So I can't even do that. And I already know. They're looking right through me. They're like, it wasn't the pizza, brother. Right? But I, I, I pray that in, in our small groups tonight, for one, that, that, that we're just transparent, open and honest. Remember, even though we just share everything, we always find the glory of God in sharing the blessings.
But then also I want to share as far as what have you been resting in this past week? What have you been meditating in? Maybe you haven't been meditating on the mercy of God. Maybe it's been other things, right? Holy Spirit wants to hear it because as you share that, his power, his anointing, his presence will not only take away the things that are trying to distract you, but oh my goodness, his presence would fill you into overflow and renew your mind, right? And we're going to walk out of here tonight transformed. Amen. Say it with me, transformed. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. You receive that tonight? Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Let's go in our small groups. Hallelujah.